Well, hello and welcome everybody to another of our Advent podcasts, Tidings of Comfort and Joy. And I'm delighted to have Doug Cripe with us this morning. Hello, Martin. Good morning. Doug, you're going to tell us about your favourite Christmas carol. What, what is that? Well, it's one of many favourite Christmas carols, yeah. but uh, right now at this moment, it's kind of risen to the top. It's called In the Bleak Midwinter. Yeah, I have to say, I think this is one of my favourites as well. And Doug, you've very kindly recorded a verse of this, of you playing the guitar, which we're going to listen to now, because it's also a beautiful tune, isn't it? It is. It is a beautiful tune. Well, here is Doug playing In the Bleak Midwinter. Right, Doug, tell us about this carol. Why is it your favorite? Well, I just, I, I love, it's, it's one of those carols where the words and the tune come together in a, in a, in a marvelous way, I think. Yeah. Let's start with the text. It dates from, I think, the, the late 1800s. Um, it was an English poet named Christina Rossetti who wrote, wrote it. And originally she called it a Christmas carol. But the text is, is just really beautiful. There, there are five verses in all, and we usually only sing three or four at, at most. But that, coupled with the fact that Gustav Holst, of all people, the English composer, wrote the tune. And I, I just think it's, uh, as I said, it's a perfect marriage of, of words yeah. and, and tune. And the words are beautiful, aren't they? I mean, the first verse is really, it's more mournful, I would say. So it's describing this winter scene. Yes. But then from then on, it's really about the incarnation in a... Yeah in very profound ways, isn't it? So the, the second verse, our God, heaven cannot hold him, nor earth sustain. Heaven and earth should flee away when he comes to reign. But then it says how that same God incarnates in Christ in a stable of all places. Yeah. So that, that's, that's the, what I like so much about the, the imagery here is that um, you have both the heavenly and the earthly coming together. Um, yeah just in, in, in such a, you know, in a way it's a paradox, but somehow it, uh, in this, the, the way that she's written this, it all fits. What I like so much about verse two is it, it, it is that it brings together a, a contrast. I, I guess in a way you could say the, the first one talks about Christ's position in heaven. Yeah. So where he has come from and yeah. then where he comes to, uh, on earth. I, I just find that that contrast is, is brought out very nicely in, in verse two. And in fact, in each of the verses, you've got this contrast between whether it's where he comes from or who worships him. Yes. You know, like the angels in glory. Yes. And then the contrast of that in the stable with his mother caring for him yeah. or, or the, the oxen and the ass and the camels gathered around him. And it really creates this 
hey, here is this great God who has humbled himself to our world. Yes, exactly. Verse three, uh, you know, we, we don't e hardly ever sing verse three. And I think people are a little afraid of verse three, but I think it's beautiful. It says, yeah. enough for him whom cherubim worship night and day, a breast full of milk and a manger full of hay. Enough for him whom angels fall down before the ox and ass and camel, which adore. So again, yeah. this, this contrast of, of, angels and cherubim worship him but yeah. in actual fact it's it's mary who's giving him the physical exactly. um, adoration at that exactly time. exactly and the in verse four angels and archangels gather and throng the air but actually it's his mother who worships him with a kiss exactly yes yeah now i think unusually doug it's a carol that calls for a response from us isn't it which That's right. I think is uncommon. Yeah. Tell us about the last verse. Yeah, so the, so the last verse, you, you know, you have the, the whole of the, of the carol until now has been setting the stage and, and describing aspects of, of Christ's birth. And then here, this last verse is, is more of a reflection. What does this mean for me yeah. and, uh, or for us? Again, just, just beautifully put, you know, what can I, I, you know, if I were a shepherd, I would bring a lamb. If I were a wise man, I would do my part. What can I give him? I'm a poor person. I can just give my heart. So, indeed, what a beautiful call to uh, to um, you know to recognize Christ and and give him what we can. Yep, that's the call of Advent, Doug. Thank you so much. And we're going to put up now a recording of this song, Doug. Thank you. God bless you. God bless everybody else. Thank you. Thank you, Martin. <laughs> 